from the ashes of obscurity, from the depths of childcare, doctorate getting, and narcotic fandom, the podcast Phoenix rises once again. This is The Hell Chat. <laughs> you know, you would think if we had done this for about eight years now, that we would figure out, hey, maybe we should do a test run to make sure all the audio sounds good and everything is on point. But again, since it's been almost 15, 16 months since we've done this, uh, there's obviously going to be hiccups. But I think we got everything ironed out. I feel really bad because we just now were trying to talk to uh, us about what he's been up to. And then I realized we were having some audio issues, so we had to restart the stream. But hello, everybody. We are back once again. Adam Sharrock, Asit Syed, and Dennis the Cynic. Like I said, 15, 16 months, we are back doing this little endeavor called the Hell Chat. Our dedicated fans, all three of them. We are back. We're ready to do this show once again. We're going to dive right into what we have planned for this show, why we decided to come back, what we've been up to for these last 15, 16 months, and uh, just to see how long we can take this little endeavor once again. It started about last week or, or maybe two weeks ago. I don't know how long ago. I messaged the guys. and like, hey, I'm starting to get that itch again. What do you guys think? I know Dennis was near the end of his doctorate that he was uh, going after. I know us has been kind of job hopping, but it looks like he's found something pretty secure. I'm obviously raising my two kids and all the fun and joy that comes with that. Um, but I think we're kind of at a point in our personal lives where we can probably try to squeeze in an hour here and there. I don't know how consistent we'll be, but I could tell you right now that we will absolutely try to do a show Somewhat frequently, and we're back. We're ready to do this. I know Jerry right. Hillman, if he's probably in bed right now because he's on the East Coast, but we are back, and I'm sure he's going to be absolutely ecstatic. Once again, Adam Sharrock, Asit Syed, Dennis Asinic. We are here in the Hell Chat, formerly known as the Gaming Marathon. If you knew us from way years back, we used to game stream, we used to do the show, we were associated with the Realm Network way back in the day. That has now been completely dissolved, which is quite hilarious if you ask me. Um, but we are back doing this little fun. Um, I want to go around the room just to see what everybody is doing. Us, and since we already did this, I do not expect you. Just give us the brief cliff notes. I don't need you to go through what we have talked about already. I'm sure that's... You don't want to go through that again. So quick cliff notes of everything you've been up to. How are things been, my friend? Hey, guys. Uh, doing good, man. Just hanging in there. Um, yeah, as I announced before, I have a job. So yay. It's <laughs> the thing people have are jobs. Um, it's the thing they do. They spend a lot of time on them, and then they die. Um, so I have one of those. Um, and um, Jesus. pretty great. I'm working for a one of the big – it's a larger car company. One of, the, one of the larger ones mm -hmm. working on and sorry i live next to an airport so this is currently a 747 out my window right now so well we can't see it anyway because you have your little hacker screen up oh that's great but you can't hear it you no can't we can't even no can't even hear it, it it sounds like like death in my ears okay that's good i'm glad to hear that yeah like the, the, those fucking things wake me up constantly anyways <laughs> working uh for a car company on self-driving cars actually um especially ones driven by artificial intelligence so i've been I still I work in IT, but I'm also just picking up a lot of stuff about AI, just jumping into a lot of the field. Super exciting, super cool, all the hotness. Um, I'm not mega technical on it by any means, uh, since again I do IT, so I'm not always in there every day. But um, still working a lot of cool projects involving the cars and um, autonomous vehicles are just super fun, super interesting. And if you live in San Francisco, 
people fucking hate them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've heard about like the, how people putting traffic cones on cars because they know it'll short circuit the camera data and it'll just make a car stop in the middle of the road. And it's like, oh, that, that's an uphill battle for autonomous vehicles. Like I guess we don't have to worry too much about Skynet then, if that's the case, if they're already screwing up like this with cars. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing with artificial intelligence is, at least in its in its current form. It's nothing like Skynet. There's not. A, it's really just. It's very high level statistical analysis, right? Like the way Chat GPT works is, yeah, definitely. But the way Chat GPT works is, it looks at your question and just tries to word for word say what's the most likely word to come next, just based on your prompt. So it's all probabilities. Yeah. Um, and there's no. There's no like. It needs humans to train it to to a massive extent, right? But I do think it's going to hit a point where all those data sets and all those neural networks reach a, a point where they're able to do something that at least appears like thinking, you know? Mm -hmm. um, um, but we're definitely not there yet, and it's definitely not um, at the point where it's totally changing everything. Um, I think it, for me, it's a, it's a tricky subject because me being like an artist and creative person, um everyone's kind of freaking out saying like is graphic design going to be a thing anymore is music going to be a thing anymore just because like ai is just making massive jumps in all these creative fields you know feels where you used to have people doing highly technical work and getting paid a lot of money for it right, right. just not the case anymore like graphic designers like it's just way too fucking easy to just have something squirt out a logo for you in 10 seconds you know rather than paying potentially hundreds of dollars for a designer to do for you it's just not going to happen right um so but once you actually learn about how these tools work, you really start to see some of their limitations. So like the AI image generation stuff, I work with it all the time just for fun. I, in fact, I use it a lot for like cover art for my music. Yeah. I'll do like some AI generated art, but there's still just like, it's still very, very early. And it's not like, I think no, no one should be panicking yet about losing their jobs, in my opinion. Some jobs, sure, but it's, it's not just yet. You, maybe you got... Five more years where you need to start worrying too much, in my opinion. Could be dead wrong. Well, you say, anyways, you say you're working in San Francisco, so do you see any tents outside your office and you end up having to yell this? You're camping, you fucking bitch! I work in Palo Alto, actually, right close to the Tesla offices. Close enough. So, yeah, <laughs> yes, by, um, by Stanford, where I saw there was just someone was apparently hit by a, there's like a hit and run racial incident there. Well, I wasn't going to that point, but I mean, yeah. my God, I just saw that in the news. Like, yeah, like, damn. Anyways, yeah, I, I work around there. Um, but so, no, God forbid San Francisco, man. I'd never want to work in San Francisco. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't want to even visit in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Aaron Seriously. is in the chat. Our good buddy, Aaron. What the What's hell? Up? With a laughing emoji. I told you this is this. It's a phantom drop is what we're doing from our for our fans that have, you know, stuck by us all these years. We are back. Aaron. Aaron's the first one. So if there's a trivia question, we could say, who was the first person to chat? We can't say Jerry. It's Aaron. Aaron was oh, the first man. one. Oh, man. Jerry's never going to live that down. Oh, he's going he's gonna to have to do something to make it up. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be P1 anymore. I don't know. Ooh. Did you? Oh, so he did get a go live notification. That's, I'll have to check. Do Okay, so here's the question. Real quick before we get into that. Dennis, I apologize. What have you been up to, my friend? Well, let's see. Continuing to grow my real estate empire across <laughs> hey, the country. Sirs. So that's been nice. In the time since we last had a chance to connect, I've gotten a new job and that required me to move. So ironically, despite my best efforts, I find myself closer to us than ever. 
and so that's that's cool and actually pretty close to adam which yeah is we're all well. kind of in the general vicinity honestly yeah yeah absolutely yep. yeah and other than that just been in school so hopefully i'll be done with that in i was sitting down and looking at it and i'm thinking i might be done in the next six to seven months oh at excellent. least that's what the goal so we'll, we'll see but i thought you were gonna say years man i was ready for you to say six or seven years <laughs> oh no no absolutely not could not, do, oh, could not do another i don't think i could do another year because it's pretty intense and with mm. everything else that's been going on it's been pretty compounded but overall it's been it's been fun though it's also been really fun in terms of just seeing if the mountain could be climbed and so just been doing my own sort of academic hike unlike us at who's doing the real thing but yeah it's, it's been all good i really i can't complain all things considered you're climbing the mountain while me and us are plateauing that's just so inspiring on our end of our dude lives. that's awesome <laughs> no congrats to you man that sounds and it sounds like since you're at that tail end that it kind of opened up this enterprise once again because how this all came to be and for though the new listeners out there that do not know what we do we originally did a gaming podcast and we streamed games for a little bit called the gaming marathon and then we decided to transition to what we call the Hell Chat, which is a throwback to classic hot talk shows that you would listen to on the radio, such as Opie and Anthony, Howard Stern, the Don and Mike show, Mike O'Mara show, which is probably the primary inspiration of us wanting to do a podcast. Mike O'Mara show you could still listen to. Excellent show. Um, but we decided to kind of go this. But then life kind of pulled us in different directions, you know, especially after COVID, because um, I already had one kid, and then we decided to have another one during COVID, which was crazy. Uh, Dennis decided to get his doctorate. Usid, you know, was going through his employment issues going on. Now he's, you know, stabilized, which is great. Um, and so we kind of abandoned the idea of doing this. Um, but then we kind of, I, I always say that. I, su <laughs> <laughs> I subconsciously say that, not knowing, oh shit, there's context behind that. Hmm. Well, it, it's gonna it's gonna happen again. So I'm just gonna go with it at this point. <laughs> so um, abandoned the idea of doing the show. But then you know, a couple weeks back, I messaged the guys and said, "Hey, am I the only one that has this itch to do it again?" And without skipping a beat, both us and Dennis were like, "Let's do it." So that's why we are back. We can't really promise a weekly show at this point. I mean, that could obviously change. Um, you know, Dennis is still going through his doctorate. Um, I've got the whirlwind family life going on. Soccer season just ended. Thank God. Um, obviously, Usit is going through his new job. So really, at this point, we can we can say that we will do a show semi-consistently. If I've got a spare moment, I'll try to rally the troops and get a show going. But no guarantees. Let's just keep it like that. Once the dust really starts to settle, once you know, Dennis closes his next real estate deal and gets his doctorate once Usid really um, gets his longevity in his job, I'm sure. And I, me, it's just kind of the same S every day, so it doesn't really matter. Um, we'll probably squirt out more consistent shows as we go on. Um, but we're happy to do this again. Um, a lot of stuff has happened um, in my personal life. Um, you know, I try not to humble brag too much about this, but if you noticed, I'm, I actually have like some cheekbones that you can see at this point. As you may have noticed, I have lost a lot of weight. And I, according to my wonderful friends that I've always brought this up, I apparently lost a kidney too because I opted, and I, a lot of people don't, for whatever reason, are shy about saying this, but I don't give a shit. I opted for my health. Uh, excuse me, for my health. Maybe I should look into my throat health too. He's like fucking dying, <laughs> man. 
Jesus Christ. You sound like acid. I know. Yeah, I'm, seriously. And my lugs are clear from the from the ashen contents that enters acid's lugs. Um, I opted I opted for my own health to uh, pursue weight loss surgery. I went ahead and did that. And um, originally, the idea was I was going to go through the states, do you know, jump through all these hoops, and get the insurance and all that stuff, do it here in the states. Um, but at the zero hour. When I had already done a nutrition meeting, I had done a psyche valve, I had done all this stuff. They call me out of the blue and say, oh, our insurance ain't going to cover you. I'm like, I was told that it was covered. I was told everything was clear. Now at the zero hour, right before when I'm about to schedule this thing, you're going to tell me no? So I was pissed. So I kind of shopped around. I did my research. I found an outfit that is based in Mexico. Um, I had it done. And I have zero complaints. I am down. I, I, my wife just says, just say 100 pounds. But I'm, I'm technically 99 pounds down. I feel a lot better. Um, I'm, not wow. throwing, I'm not throwing out my back every two weeks. I'm not, you know, my knees aren't hurting me. Um, so I opted for that. It's weird kind of uh, knowing that, hey, I can't eat the way that I used to anymore. Not necessarily what I was eating, but how I ate. You know, I used to kind of yeah. just cram down shit and, you know, move on. But you know, chew things up, have three to four bites and you got to call it good at that point. Um, so yeah, that's been kind of the biggest development of my life the past, uh, few months or actually a year and a half. Um, opted for that, feel good, look good. And, uh, I implore anybody, there's no shame in wanting to get any sort of surgery that would help you extend your life and make you feel better about yourself and feel healthy. Um, there's no shame in it. So uh, go in, opt for it. You'll feel better. You'll feel better about yourself. You feel better about your health and your family. Uh, you'll be there for your family a long time. And I absolutely am glad I did it. So other than that, it's been just raising two hellion children and trying to be a wonderful husband to my wife, which is 50-50. Um, and actually, no, it's going incredibly well in terms of the marriage front. She puts up with all my horse shit. Um, you know, I put up with all hers and, um, I'm actually going to be gone next week. So it won't be exactly a week that, uh, we'll be able to have a show. But once I return from this little excursion that'll be going on, um, we will, uh, have another show for you. Dennis. I have a question for you. Oh, us would, you say, would you say you did your weight loss on medium difficulty? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would say that much like how I played Doom on medium difficulty. I opted for the cheat code of weight loss and I went ahead and did it. It was a game genie is what I did. So there you go. <laughs> no, I tell dude. you. Congratulations, though, dude. That, that is huge. For real, man. It's all, you. you look awesome, dude. You look fucking awesome. I dude. appreciate I'm it. Thank you. For you. I, I, I just, I, the reason why I did it was just, I was getting to that point where my back was just going out all the time. And, yeah. and even you know, trying to do it, you know, the, the old fashioned way, you know, exercising, right. I got the eating right part down, but anytime I tried to go walking, anytime I tried to lift weights, anytime uh, I tried to even do the DDP yoga that I was also criticized for, yeah. it was just the knees and the back were just, it was not cooperating. I'm like, man. I got to get a boost or something. And uh, that's what I opted for. So I, again, I, I think that's it. smart because you can't undo that damage, man. Yeah. To, to your back and your knees. I think that's the right call, man. 100%. So it's, and people got all kinds of fucking judgments. Who fucking, I know you don't give a fuck. When I, I, I literally give this for your health. Like who cares? Who gives a fuck? What's yeah. funny too, is when um, I had this and it's been, it'll be exactly five months tomorrow that I've had it. Um, I've had, not a back issue, not an E issue, not a, a, an endurance issue. Um, it's really, really been beneficial, and I would do it again over again. And you know what's funny, too? A lot of people, the stigma, when you 
want to go, you know, to Mexico or any other country to get any sort of operation like this. You're like, well, how can you trust going to Mexico? There's all kinds of crime and all this other stuff. I went to a hotel that was nicer than any other hotel that I've been to in the States. Yeah. I went to a hospital that was nicer and cleaner than any other hospital that I'd been into in the States. I was treated incredibly well. They were very professional. Um, I remember coming out of the anesthesia, freaking out, wondering where my family was because I went there by myself. And the doctor's like, you're good, you're good. Don't worry, don't worry. Like, they could have easily just thrown me into a room and not worry about it. So, you know, I have zero complaints about (laughs) going to what I did and going, you know, out of the country to do it. And I went to Tijuana, for Christ's sake. I mean, it's not like it's that far from the States anyway. It was actually... It was it was actually really easy going across the border both ways. It's really not that big a deal. So yep. I, I have zero complaints. It was it was actually quite a great experience. I have nothing but uh, I'll just you know what I'll give him a plug. Elias Ortiz and company. If you're opting for a procedure like this, look them up. EliasOrtiz.co. They uh, will hook you up. They'll make it work. And if you're dedicated, you can get it done, and you will be extremely satisfied with the results because I certainly am. So that's all that for, for that, that piece, Dennis. So, so when, and I should say, I, I went and had dental work mm-hmm. done in Mexico as well, because to, to Adam's point, the folks there, the many of those facilities are top notch. They're in compliance with what's even expected in the United States. So I do think you need to, you should do your homework whenever it comes to any sort of procedure period, but there are some really good I think affordable facilities in the yeah. location. So that absolutely. My question for you was about the actual insurance. In mm. terms of that, did they accept all of that? And you didn't have any problems there. Uh, well, you pay out of pocket when you go to Mexico, and but it's a fraction. So here's the thing. This is I did a little research, and I'll, I'll say what I paid. I paid forty seven hundred dollars to have the procedure. I had a sleeve, is what was done. So they they cut out. They change from your stomach. They cut out about 80% of it. And it's like a, almost like a banana shape. So you have, it's just like kind of a straight down sort of thing when they cut it all out. Um, my, the rest of my stomach's probably dog food at this point. So, you know, they like tied that bitch off like a balloon animal, basically. Essentially, that's really what it did. It's this long thing, tied it up, put it in, and then boom, it's probably in a processing plant somewhere for some dog. So, like, what would happen if you like decided to binge eat one day? Would you just like explode like a flesh pinata? Like, what would happen? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's actually it's physically so okay so if i eat a little more than i should i'll get the barrage of hiccups and uh. then after that it would be it's weird i won't like throw up like you would think like i did at your house the day after new year's um, <laughs> it, it was uh it, it's more of like a it, it's weird to describe but it's like a smooth kind of like oh it's just exiting my stomach that's weird that's fucking weird they call it it's weird in the in the circles because there's like a there's a facebook group and there's you know they give you some um terminology so they call it foamies is what it's called so it's like you almost have bile that builds up and it comes out almost in like a mucus consistency but if you really overeat then it's your partially processed food coming right back out and then i i've learned like you know, after three, four bites, I'm good. I, I and, and well, I, like eighty percent, right? You said eighty percent of your stomach they removed. Eighty percent of my stomach is now in a bag of Purina or something. Um, I just have my twenty <laughs> percent left over in in my gut, and uh, it's I, I've gotten used to it. Like I've just used to like, like for example, I'll do something as a pizza. Like back in the day, it was easily a half a half a pizza I could eat, no problem. Now it's maybe three quarters of a slice. 
I can have. And like, oh, I'm good. I can't eat. Damn. Yeah. So they tell you don't drink during um, any sort of meal because I guess that fills up your your gut right. a little faster. I I stick to that, um, but I haven't had too many issues. Um, if I had a little sip of water or something that along wow. with it. Um, yeah, it's mindful. The one thing I am noticing is that I do get more gas easily. So if you hear me burp on the show, that's probably because uh-huh. I'll take a drink of something, obviously, and it, it'll just, I'll have a quick little burp or whatever. I'm, I'm used to that now too. It's not that big a deal. And nothing hurts. That's the good thing. Like I can yeah. eat, I can eat still pretty much anything I can drink, you know, diet soda. Again, I'm not having an issue with that. I can, um, I've had beer, I've had, you know, whiskey and liquor and things like that. Um, so it's, it's not been any sort of issue like that. I've heard horror stories of people, yes. they can go six months without eating like a piece of chicken because it's just upsetting their stomach that bad. Um, I oh, think, I thankfully have not had, I've had Zipola issues. So once again, I, I can't, you know, give them enough credit with how professional everything was and how well everything has gone, um, with my procedure. And if anyone is on the fence, I'm more than happy. If you want to reach out to me, I'm on Twitter or yeah, that's another thing I was bringing up. Is it still called Twitter or is it X? It's a website formerly known as Twitter. Just I, like the, they took Prince's thing. No, no, it, I, it is X. Well, but I typed in www.x.com and it still redirects you to twitter.com. That's, that's why I'm confused. You know, the, sorry, one last comment about the stomach thing. You yeah. said you had some, they, they, they took the rest of the stomach and it's dog food. Have you? Did you consider selling the excess skin from your stomach? I went on a Facebook group. <laughs> And I asked if I could sell the remainder stomach and see it, or, you know, try to get it to a place where someone could use it to have an extra stomach if they needed. We're already throwing the inside jokes here and no, no, only a select few will understand what we're talking about. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I struck out every way. So I, why would you let all that good skin go to waste? <laughs> I'm an ethical hacker. I'm going to hack into the nationwide skin database and give myself a bunch of credits. <laughs> I wonder what's up with him. Like that's another person that's just fallen off the face of the planet. Him and, and Gilbert. Do you wonder and, though? In the very, 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 very back recesses of my mind, yes. If he slipped off the face of the earth, it's because all the lube, man. The look on Dennis's face and the regret. Like what what the fuck am I why did I do this again? To Perfect myself? opportunity to use this once again. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Adam, another question for you, another development that my wife just brought up that I wanted to ask you. Have you had any additions made to your house recently you'd like to Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's another thing. I I almost feel like it's – I've had almost the most metamorphosis out of all of us in terms of our hiatus that we've had. Um, Yes, there is now a swimming pool at Sharakvia here in town. Um, Yes, we uh, opted to – Go for the pool. We were able to save up some cash, get a small pool loan, and kind of go forward with that. And um, the process had been very, very quick. It only took about five weeks. Just in time for winter. So we can do a polar plunge if you guys want. Anytime you want to come over, we can do a polar plunge. Oh, I'm so down. That sounds tight. Apparently, it it refreshes all the... They... Uh, apparently they say it refreshes your 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 skin and everything and maybe it can tighten up a little bit and all that and a polar plunge so i don't know i may offer that i told matt my good buddy matt um, most people don't know what they're talking about yeah i I would go with that too but i told matt look if the niners win the super bowl which after the 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 last three weeks i doubt that's going to happen but if they win the super bowl (laughs) we'll do a polar plunge together so that is kind of the agreement that we have 
um, with the polar plunge and all that stuff. But yes, pool is built. Got the concrete laid out. Uh, my backyard is not a hideous mess anymore. I'm very, very happy about that. And um, good things are happening here at Chirac Villa. Dennis. Question is, what are you going to do if the Raiders win? Well, it's a pretty safe bet. But if uh, they do win, then I will mail Britt a fruit basket. That's about the <laughs> and I can only imagine. I can only imagine what response you get from from that if if something showed up at his place from you. <laughs> <laughs> just bend over with the lighter, just set it on fire just on his doorstep. <laughs> well, he's been radio silent since we've just gone ham against him with all our trolling. Um, you know, I any, why? <laughs> any, uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Um, <laughs> you know, anytime the Raiders lose, we got to go yikes, Brit, and you know, do the screenshot of them losing. If you know, we got a great dad joke, yeah, we got to tell that to him. But it's just, it's been a one sided relationship in that regard. So I'm kind of hoping he can come back and embrace the uh, embrace the lulls that we also like to partake in. Um, he, I miss Brit, I do too. I mean, his epic rants against us were the reason why we did that all the time. It, shit was funny. I, oh my god, hilarious. it was hilarious. Uh, but yes, that's been uh, what's up with me. What's up with all of us? Uh, we are back here at the Hell Chat. We will do this semi consistently. Um, one question I'm sure that will pop up: Are you going to game stream? That honestly is a big fat maybe. Um, I don't know. Us, it's laughing. He doesn't believe me. Um, what I think the strongest aspect of when we would stream games is when we would play together, when we would play Counter-Strike, when we play Destiny, when we'd play Diablo, any of those games. Um, that's when I think that's what created the best streaming content, in my, in my opinion. When mm -hmm. I would stream games, that yeah, was fun. It was kind of cool, and you guys would join in on Discord, but I'm sure you guys probably would want to play as well instead of just watching somebody play. Oh, yeah. So that's why um, I think anytime that we do stream, um, I think it's something that if we all are playing something, like if we get into that groove again, then yeah, that's when we would probably do a little game streaming. There may be an occasion here and there where if I got a sweet game on PC that I'm play, because I got the new RoboCop game, I was thinking about maybe doing a little bit of streaming on that. Um, but in, in regards of doing it consistently, probably not. But if we're all together playing something like Among Us, I mean, God, that was some of our greatest content that we had. Um we would absolutely consider that. So again, that's kind of a big fat maybe in regards to game streaming. Um, in terms of getting this show um, on your podcast apps, we did have to um, alter our feeds a little bit. We have a new URL and it is on our um, YouTube, Twitch, all that stuff. Our new URL is hellchat.wtf. That is the URL that we opted for. We figured... That is the most likely URL we would use for a show like this. So hellchat.wtf. Um, that is where you can find all things on this show. You can find our Spotify stream, our iTunes, um, the podcast apps that we have on there, um, information on our streams. All that stuff can be found at hellchat.wtf. Update your bookmarks, please. Um, if you're already subscribed to the previous show that we had, the feed should still work. I went through and, re and updated everything, but if not, um, just search for like on iTunes, look for the Hell Chat. The new show should be up there. Um, look on Spotify. When the show gets uploaded, it should be all clear, ready to go. So there shouldn't be too much of a transition there, but if it's not showing up, make sure you refollow the new feeds that are on there. 
Um, in terms of streaming, we are going to stream exclusively on Twitch. And the reason why is because it's actually a lot easier on Twitch to just push a button and go. YouTube, I found out the few times that we did do it. I had to reset the stream key. I had to re-manually update the the um, description and, and the show title and all that stuff. It just became a real pain. Twitch and it's you know Twitch has its issues, but at least it's pretty straightforward in updating all your information when you go live. So I am going to stick to uh, Twitch. We will um, put all our stuff video on demand on YouTube as well. Um, we will keep it on that regard. But for the time being, it'll be Twitch. We will try to be semi-consistent, and we'll try to do a little game streaming here and there. So thank you to everyone. We're not done with the show yet, but I just want to say thank you to everyone that has stuck with us, especially our P1s like Aaron, who's in here now, Jerry, Marky, all these guys that have you know kept in touch with us this whole time. We greatly appreciate it. We hope that we can you know do a show you guys enjoyed and you have something to listen to on a commute that you may or may not have. Um, uh, we're, we're happy to, we're pumped to do this again because this is something that was pretty much ingrained in our DNA. We had done a podcast yeah. for so long. It, it kind of felt weird not doing it for the longest time. Life got in the way, obviously, but I think everybody can understand that. Um, so we're, we're pumped. We're pumped and ready to do this again. And, uh, let's just go right into it. Um, okay. We already did a shout out to the OG fans. We already talked about Brit for a little bit. I think we all kind of updated what we were talking about. So yep. Dennis proposed a question. Um, it's funny he actually brought this up. This is actually relevant to me right now. Team dog or team cat? Dennis, explain your pre your proposition here, and where do you lie in this regard? Well, I wanted to just talk to you both just to get your, your takes on where you stand on dogs versus cat, because I have three cats and one dog. And so... At first, I thought I was Team Dog, but now the cats are hilarious, and they're very unique, and I like that they can take care of themselves. Yes. But then on the other hand, on the other hand one, of two, one of them is a colossal jerk and makes it a point to be jerks to pretty much everyone. Oh, I don't know. And so I thought I'd ask you both, where do you stand, Team Dog versus Team Cat? Well, before, and for me, right now, it's Team Cat. Before but, I answer that, how is your cat a jerk? In what ways? Okay, this one, what I'm thinking of is one, okay, so during the pandemic, we, we adopted two cats, and then before we moved up to Northern California, we had a third one that was given to us, and so to answer your question, this cat is a jerk because he just terrorizes, he terrorizes the other two cats. He makes it a point to jump up and bug us at completely inconvenient times. <laughs> pretty sure that he's He's the one that creates a lot of mess around the place. And then I think the the last thing that comes to mind is in the morning, we have a gate. We have a baby gate leading into our place. And so in the morning, if we have that open, he will come up to it. He will meow incessantly to wake us up, even if he has food. And he will actually chew at the gate. So he chews on the gate? He chews on the gate. It's oh, a whole thing. what an a-hole. <laughs> have you always had cats dennis or is it like is it like a new, are you like a new cat owner we've had them for the last three years since 2020 so i guess not so new now but not not something i had all the time we had dogs for longer because we had greyhounds and then we had a dachshund gotcha. and then we now we have a now we have a terrier mix of some kind don't know the exact percentages but yeah so i've had dogs for longer but i've had more i think i've had more cats 
Okay, okay. So you're not like you're you're familiar then. You're totally familiar. Yeah, that's that sounds like cats, all right, man. They are really little bastards. I, I mean, I, I yeah, it's like so you're you're your team cat firmly then, firmly team cat at this point. Yeah, I for Pretty me, much. I'm definitely team cat also, just because I never had dogs growing up. Just because like for for Muslims, a lot of people it's taboo to have dogs. Really? They just think they're dirty. Yeah. There's wow. a lot, especially in Pakistan, where my family's from, having a dog in the house is very taboo. Like, oh, because they're always walking around, eating shit off the ground, literally off the ground. You know, dogs are pretty nasty, but I mean, cats are too, right? But dogs will like, I, I don't know, cats clean up after themselves. And there's like a bunch of like religious folk tales about cats. Like Muslims just love cats. Um, well, they're, they're, so. they're, it's the embodiment of a spirit of a God is what I thought. Like a lot of cats kind of embody that sort of um, higher being sort of aspect. That's what I always thought. Oh yes. Yeah, so it's just like, it's just like the mummy <laughs> all over again. Well, not the <laughs> mummy, but just that they kind of revered felines as like a, a higher being like, yeah, back in the yeah. Time. Yeah. It's true, yeah, like the ancient Egyptians, 100%. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's not quite like that with Muslims because, like, Muslims would not worship animals. That's, like, mm. not, they'd be like, no, not cool. False idol, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But um, um, still, it makes me wonder if some of that is kind of wrapped up in there. Um, go, but, but yeah, definitely a team cat. But, I mean, the one dog we had on our farm, um, um, I'm not going to say we grew. Um, I'm not going to say what we grew. I'm not going to say what we grew. Oh, I thought you said the dog regrew or something. Like, no, no, no. There's no, that's no David Cronenberg shit going on. Yeah, okay. I was going to say. There's no dogs Nothing like that. No, an island of Dr. Moreau out there or something. Did you hear about the. Did you ever see that uh, remake of The Island of Dr. Moreau with Marlon Brando? Yeah, the it? one that was like in 98 or something like that. Yeah, when yeah. he was so fucked up. And that's when he was, Marlon Brando was in his stage and he was. <laughs> he, he was like, was, he was walking dead at that point. He was a bag of bones. He was. Yeah. But that, I, was that around the time when he was fucking rotisserie chickens? Because there's definitely a phase where Marlon Brando was fucking rotisserie chickens. I, I mean, I, it was. He would order them and get them shipped to his house. Maybe uh, microwave them a little bit, and then he would just fuck his rotisserie chickens. Us at Syed in the what mind. What are you even talking about right now? <laughs> there was a rumor that he that Marlon Brando, before he, he kicked the bucket, he was having some fun with some rotisserie chickens because you did did you watch last tango in paris he was in that movie too no i've never seen that there was just, <laughs> well he's he was into like kinky stuff they like one of the scenes is he was with his girlfriend or whatever and he had some butter and he you know did what he did and it was kind of like he, he it was like his weirdness was going into his movies and then it was reflecting back into his real life. Like this was a thing. I remember this as a kid because we talked about it at school and we were like, oh dude, Marlon Brando's doing stuff with chickens. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to hear this anymore because I eat rotisserie chickens. That's really disgusting. I just imagine somebody holding those little fucking legs. Oh my God. Here we, <laughs> it only took, we are 30, <laughs> 35 minutes in and we're already into depravity. And I even, you know what's funny too? I said to myself, and I'm not going to outlaw anything that we talk about the show. I'm not going to say that. But I said to myself, hmm, you know what? In my profession, I better try to keep it a little more PG-13 than I used to, just for no. that sake. But in terms of what you know, everyone else has talked about, I am not going to care. So 
We'll, we could talk about chickens and Marlon Brando all we want. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm going to have to kind of gauge my responses on certain things just to just to keep it safe, you know. Hi, Dennis. I'm just thinking about, uh, yeah, no, I'm just what was I thinking? But anyway, this just reminds me of that old Seinfeld episode where Kramer had was doing the butter. I think he was using butter. Oh, the butter shave. The butter shave. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so and that was a whole thing with with Newman and, and all that. So it, just, it immediately took me to that. So thank you for reminding me of, of a hilarious Seinfeld episode. But other than that, God, yeah, another we can, one. We can keep it moving. <laughs> another one. It's relevant. It's kind of relevant to this conversation, but you know, the episode when Kramer uh, doesn't want to go to the doctor and he takes dog pills because he's coughing like the, the one dog <laughs> I showed. Cause we also, another thing, <laughs> another development, we brought in a, a foreign exchange student for the, the school year and, um, I don't think she had ever watched Seinfeld, so I put it on. I put it on that episode. We were laughing our asses off when Kramer was trying, when Jerry was trying to give Kramer the pill and he was doing the jerking stuff back and forth, <laughs> acting like a dog. I'm like, that's one of the funniest episodes. God, I was, I was dying. I was laughing at that so hard. And then she saw how much I was laughing and then she started cracking up. So it's Seinfeld to this day still brings the goodness. Um, but it sure does. back, back to, um, you know, we're escaping Marlon Brando too and chickens. Um, to, team Team Dog and Team Cat is funny in my end because I grew up mostly with dogs. Um, the best dog that I had ever owned was a Jack Russell Terrier named Babe, and uh, uh-huh. a great dog. Great. In fact, us and you might have remembered. Remember, I uh, we were playing Xbox Live and I brought her up and I got her growling a little bit. To reach oh yeah, I remember that. That was her. That. that was Babe. Um, another one was Duchess. She was a uh, Springer Spaniel. That was a really good dog too. Um, I, you know, I grew up with dogs. I had a cat when I was younger, um, but it was more of a barn cat over at my dad's house. So it kind of just hung out outside and killed mice and stuff. Um, we are currently uh, housing two dogs right now. Um, one big behemoth Rottweiler named Molly. She kind of hangs out in the backyard, but we bring her in occasionally. And then the delightful Percy that you guys are very well aware of. Oh, I love Percy. How he barks at everything. Oh, he's a sweetie. I love Percy. He, oh my God. Well, I mean, if you've listened to the shows of the past, you can hear me off mic going, shut up, Percy! Screaming my head off. Um, get him to shut up because he barks at everything. Um, I, my wife, Sarah, hates cats. She does oh. not like being around cats or anything. But, but, Christmas is right around the corner. My oldest daughter, Karina, I said, Daddy, I want a cat for Christmas. I want a kitty. Oh. So I look at Sarah. I'm like, look, you can hate cats all you want. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't mind cats at all. Actually, I think cats are really cool because I think they, I think sometimes they're funnier than dogs because they'll do just some eccentric, weird. They are so wacky. Are, like yeah. I, I'll look up funny cat videos, and there's a, a, a picture or a, a video of a cat slamming down an electric toothbrush over and over again because it keeps running. Like that is freaking <laughs> hilarious to me. Um, so I, I, I tell Sarah, I'm like, look, she's been talking about this for a while. It, cats are extremely low maintenance compared to the two terror dogs that we have. And this can also be a learning opportunity for her to learn how to empty the litter box, learn how to, you know, put the, the food in the bowl and water them and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So we are opting, we've already set it up. We will be adopting a little orange tabby male kitty. Uh, right before Christmas, so we'll it'll be the big reveal. We'll be in a, in a, we're gonna try to get one of those boxes that open up. We're not gonna wrap the damn cat in a box, so um, it, well, it'll be a big Christmas morning kind of fun thing. Dennis, 
Okay, so here's my advice for you after the litter responsibility falls through and, and she doesn't want to do it and anymore. I'm, and I'm absolutely <laughs> anticipating that, 100%. <laughs> so I haven't done it just because it's I haven't gotten the money together. I will tell you the, the litter robot is probably well worth it long term. Okay, I've heard of this. I've heard of this. It's a whole thing, but it does all the maintenance. It does the sifting and all of that. And you can use that instead, and it'll do most of that work for you. Okay. And for one cat, you probably could get away with just one box. So I'm going to just say, eventually, when y'all don't want to be doing the litter changes anymore, that's probably your next step. Oh, I bet you t she won't even try to do it. I already know what's going to happen. We're going to have the cat. It's going to be great. And then the, the litter box is going to get stank. I'm going to try to get her to do it. And then she'll say, but I don't like poopies. I'm like, hey, we told you. This, this is what happens when you have a pet. You got to clean up after it. Um, and of course it's not going to work. So who's going to be responsible? <laughs> me. Because if I try to tell Sarah to do it, Sarah's gonna be like, I deal with patients that poop all over all day and I got to clean it up and I am not going <laughs> to deal with a cat. And I'm like, all right, so here we go. So yeah, I'm totally. Awa, awa, awa. No, awa, awa, awa. <laughs> You're going to clean up that cat later. And if you don't do it, I'm going to throw you out of the house. And I hear all that stuff and I'm going to go, okay. So that's just how it's going to be. Um, so litter robot, is that what it's called? Yeah, man, the little robot. It's, little robot. it's pretty good. The only reason I haven't got it is it's not it's not it's not cheap on the front end, but on the back end, it seems like it's well worth it. Okay, so Aaron has chimed in on the chat. He said, "Litter duty sucks." LOL. Somehow the dad ends up being the one responsible for digging the cat turds and pee clumps daily. Yep, I I 100% accept this fate on my end. But you know, I, I a cat. You know what? And honestly, there's sometimes we have mice in our garage. That'd be great reason to have a cat and just get the not even to catch the mice but just kind of scare them off and they go somewhere else that'd be great i'll say that's one of the reasons why team cat too is because cats are hilarious when it comes to spaces that they don't get to explore much they make it a whole game <laughs> to try to get in there so we in our new place we literally have like three or four rooms and closets that we constantly having to go in and out of yeah. and every time we do it's a game that i'm going to try to beat them to it and so it's annoying but it's also kind of hilarious too when they think they can outrace you so yeah that'll, that'll be a lot of fun yeah i'm gonna see how well this goes i i'm sure the, the only fear that i have is um how percy's gonna react because he's just a territorial a-hole and i know he's gonna be like no this is my house you know all that funness so um i could be very well surprised though he could just take a liking to the cat and we, we don't have a name for the cat yet we're gonna let karina decide um i suggest it's the orange boy you gotta call him little donnie Little Little I thought I thought of Trump. I thought of Trump because he's the orange cat. Or um, MAGA. Call him MAGA. Oh, little MAGA. Little MAGA. Little Maggie. 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 Oh, <laughs> oh my god! It's a boy. It's a boy cat. Though, so cry. that'd be kind of weird. Oh. If if we have oh. a, if we have a boy cat, we name it Maggie. We're already causing gender confusion, so we don't want to do that. So we're gonna have to kind of <laughs> we, we gotta kind kind of do something you know streamlined. So Maga perhaps or Mago maybe I don't know. We have to we we'll have to figure it out. It, Maggie is cute though. Yeah. Maggie is really cute. That we had actually when I was younger, we had a, another Rottweiler named Maggie, um, but my mom gave it away because we didn't walk it enough. So that that was oh, fun. Jesus. That, was, that was a traumatic childhood memory I didn't need. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's dark. That got dark. So yeah. <laughs> so um yes. That's saying something for us to say it got dark, by the way. I mean, you know, I'm not messing around with pets. Like losing pets is just like that funny. I love animals too much. Like mm. there's there's some places even I will not tread. And it's like I'll watch all the fucked up horror movies, but I will not watch <laughs> any movie that I know like an animal like was 
hurt him. You yeah, know? if you want to get us into his, if you want to get us into his knees and just be completely like in a fetal position, show him any sort of video where an animal is being harmed. There was a uh, a PETA propaganda video that I found where they pretty much like skinned this cat or something, and I sent it to him, and he just he legit didn't talk to me for like a couple of days. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Totally, 100%. Vividly remember every moment. <laughs> I think I think that was during the Is It Safe uh, era. So that was oh, that, that was the, the golden era of Adam. Yeah. That was Adam at his best slash worst. That was that was there that was, was no a, best. It wasn't best. It was <laughs> all worst. <laughs> that was freebasing Adam. That was uh, pure raw and cut Adam. That, that was yeah. yeah that was yeah, Adam yeah. before marriage and children. So yeah. <laughs> you know what? It was. Honestly, all fucking hilarious when I look back on oh, it. The shit's legendary. I also no look, harm done. I look back also though, and I'm just like, man, how did how I said half the things that I said and and still yeah. alive is shocking. Considering now how <laughs> personable the internet has become, and you really can't get away with saying any sort of bullying yeah. or any sort of thing like that without being exposed in some way or another. So the fact that uh i'm still here yeah, and everything's fine is shocking to me so i'm just gonna roll the dice and go with it and not push it anymore because i do not want to crap out in more ways than one um aaron also says our inside cat died of diabetes recently oh that's sad oh we are currently litter boxless for the first time in years well aaron i don't know how long that's going to last because i'm sure your kids are going to be nagging you for a cat too like mine did with me um so enjoy the peace while you can i suppose all right we got yeah, about cats are cool cats are cool though yeah, well, you know, they, they are because they, it's funny, it's almost like when you have a pet dog, it seems like the only service that it provides is just companionship, but you know, I don't really need that with an animal. A cat has certain purposes too, where they could, like if you have a mice problem, they can kind of opt to, you know, hunt after those mice and get rid of them. So there is a purpose there. Um, I, I guess my two dogs. I gotta grab my charger, one second. Okay, he's gonna get a charger. Um, we're, I don't know why I didn't announce that. Um, my, I guess my two dogs have a purpose too, because Molly is kind of our guard dog. Um, she's kind of outside in the, and Percy's our watchdog to alert us when something happens. So, um, okay. Okay. Well, you didn't really mute your mic. (laughs) We can hear you, dude. I wonder if he burned himself anyway. Um, so yeah, we got about, I want to say roughly 15 minutes left. Um, we answered team, team dog or team cat. Us that's been watching the Kitchen Nightmares reboot, reboot. I have not had a chance to watch this yet. I'm looking forward to hearing what Us it has to say, but he is, I guess, taking care of something off camera. So we'll go pivot back to that. Um, we posed a question as well. Um, what hobbies have you walked away from only to come crawling back? Well, the easiest answer to that is this. I mean, let's be real here. Yeah. We, walked, we walked away from this for podcasting, as am I saying this? Uh, we walked away for this for about 15 months, and now we're back. Um, that would probably be the only example. I still game. I still game when I can. I didn't really walk away from that. Um, I I probably exercising, which I I'm going to try to get back into. I know it's kind of moot for me now because I'm you know doing a lot better health wise, but I think it just kind of helps in general overall health if you can get back into that um, exercising. That's probably been the biggest thing because a lot of my time has been taken up with you know kid activities. We had soccer season. That just happened with uh, our oldest, and um, that took up a lot of time. She was going to play basketball this uh, year, too, but I guess she has to be in first grade. She's only in kindergarten, um, so we have to wait a year on that. So it's kind of just going to be a winter of kind of a break 
which is nice. Um, our foreign exchange student is uh, playing basketball as well, so we'll obviously do games like that there. But high school is a different era compared to youth sports like that. High school kind of takes care of everything, so it is nice. Um, but us, let's go back to um, the Kitchen Nightmares reboot. I have been wanting to watch this. I have them sitting on my DVR, have not had a chance to watch them yet. What say you about Kitchen Nightmares? So I think there's only four episodes deep, um, four or five, as far as I can tell. And they're just releasing them on a weekly schedule, just like the good old days. Oh. <clears throat> only saw the first two episodes. First episode really felt like fan service. It felt like just like by the numbers kind of, oh, it's great to see Gordon back. Mm -hmm. Episode two really steps it up with some crazy shit where there's this chef guy calling himself the culinary gangster. And he's oh like sending like, sending like, like, like Gordon sends the food back and he's like, get this fucking garnish off here. <laughs> and so like the chef sends back the garnish with his business card. He's like, you don't focus me on the culinary gangster. It's, it's great. It's great. I was rolling it. I was fucking dying, rolling my ass off the floor, laughing at uh, just watching it earlier today. Um, um, it's great to see Gordon back, man. He went he like like he's going hard too. Oh yeah. Like like there's no more Mr. Nice Guy. Like I think like he he wants to like he went super hard on these fries in the first episode. And I was like, they, sometimes like honestly, like the shit on there, it's like I would probably eat that, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and and that's like, the thing that a lot of people don't it? understand. Like, a lot of the yeah. food that he's critiquing, the standard person would probably eat it and not complain. But the problem yeah. is it's all about saving a restaurant from financial ruin. That's why exactly. he has to be like that. That's what a lot of people exactly. don't understand. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but um, so it, it, it's like... Kitchen Nightmares is just like comfort food of television for me, you know? <laughs> it's totally predictable. You see all the same story beats, you know exactly how it's going to unfold, all the little cliche things, and it's like totally predictable, but it's just so enjoyable and so ridiculous. Like, damn it, I hate myself for, for enjoying it, but it's great so far. That's There's a huge billboard outside my house on Highway 101 where it's Kitchen Nightmares, and it's just like Gordon standing there holding a knife with his arms crossed. And pit, like, that that's how I found out. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. And he he I'm telling you, he's no more Mr. Nice Guy. Dude, there it, the fucking first episode is super gross. Like they go into this meat locker in the basement. They're like all these chickens just floating in these buckets of water. Oh, that's so it was gross. nasty. Marlon would have loved Marlon Brando would have loved it. Oh no, but, but he had only rotisserie, <laughs> only rotisserie chickens, though. If they weren't rotisserie, then wet and squelchy chickens just floating in a bucket of brine. I almost I gagged. That is and, so like, gross. It was like a, it was like smelled awful. Gordon pukes. Like he straight up pukes in the first episode. So that's that's what we're dealing with. Because like it probably got hit with like a really nice uh, ripe ammonia odor from all those decaying chickens. Not good. Well, he's done that that's before, though, where he's like, he's yeah. puked. Like, I remember in the first series, uh, it was one, I think it was one of the Indian restaurants. He had a, like a tomato. That oh, yeah. He, he was like pushing it through with just all this bile and stuff. And he just up chucked. It's rotten. It's rotten. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Yeah. That was fucking gross. I know, I know that. That, that was, that episode was nasty, dude. Yeah. That was truly nasty. I like oh the Kitchen Nightmares in America is always good. It's like you said, it's guilty pleasure television. But I actually really enjoyed the British version of his Ramsey's Kitchen. I think that Me was too. the better one because he still he was still Gordon Ramsay and he was still being his abrasive self. But he actually broke down things in the restaurant and was very analytical about it. Yeah, um, exactly. And like a lot of the great episodes that yeah. were there were um, 
some of the best moments of the show overall. So I, uh, I, I enjoy that show. I think that's probably his best show is Kitchen Nightmares. Like Hell's Kitchen is funny to watch because he gets so pissed at like everything that happens. Kitchen Nightmares, I think, is better because it actually shows the transformation of the restaurant. It shows his critiques of the food and how to actually help them. And, it, you know, a lot of it is a lot of glitz and glamour in Hollywood, and they kind of yeah. like, edit things to make it look more dramatic than it really is. But as long as you go in with that mindset with a show like that, you're going to enjoy it. If you try to like, oh, this oh, is yeah. fake. Oh, this is that. That food can't be that exactly. bad. Then you're not, you're not going to get the enjoyment of it. It's almost like... It's like pro wrestling. You got to suspend disbelief and realize, okay, yeah, this is a, this is a performance. This is a, a, a choreographed event. But if you disconnect from that part, you can find enjoyment in it. So, yeah, I got I have them sitting on my DVR. I got to get them. Uh, I've been um, slacking on that. And TV in general. Like, I haven't watched the last two seasons of Cobra Kai. I haven't watched. Oh, um, there's um, There was a Power Rangers, re or not the reboot, but they did like an anniversary special that I wanted to watch. I haven't watched oh, that shit. yet. So it's just TV. It really TV. I only watch sports anymore because I don't. If a kid is screaming in the background, I'm not going to be missing anything. But if I try to actually huh. watch something narrative driven and I want to hear what they're saying, I'm not going to have that opportunity if I hear my kids squealing from the other room. So that's kind of where I'm at. So I we can go back to what hobbies have you walked away from? It's been watching real scripted television, having the the time and and the uh, desire to want to do so. Um, Cobra Kai, one of my favorite shows on earth. I have not even watched the last two seasons yet because I knew there was going to be issues. So I just decided, eh, let's just wait until these kids are a little older and then we'll be bothering me when I try to watch this. Um, real quick before we end the show, let's go back. Uh, what other hobbies have you two walked away? And then we'll put a bow on this one. I'll start. Honestly, this was one that was, I was, I walked away from for decades. And actually was doing things like ingrained in art, whether it was doing drawing or even taking photos. That that was when I was younger, that was something that was really important to me. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason I just stopped doing it, probably in high school. But then recently when I've had time, I'll just start sketching or if I see a really cool photo I'll I'll take it or, or do something just to kind of bring that artistic part of myself out. And so that's been that's been pretty cool just to be able to reconnect with that part of myself. And I've got a bunch of different types of colored pencils and paper and such. So it's, it's, it's something I'll do a lot more now, which has been great. Nice. That's, that's awesome, Dennis. And you know, I never knew that you're into art and creative stuff. Like maybe you mentioned it before in the past. That's sick, man. I'd like, you should definitely share anything you make. And if you ever want to make some cover art for some songs, dude, we should totally jam on stuff. Like, like it's great fun working on a creative project, just like the one we're doing, which is absolutely a creative project. Like it never gets old. It's great working with like minded people on making cool shit. Like, well, if you're awesome. if you're still making music for Pisgasm, I don't know if Dennis <laughs> could be that depraved to make uh, any sort of well, album. I mean, I have all kinds of I have all kinds of music projects. It's not all it's not all like it's not all shock shock rock. It's not Speaking of that, when people. is the next EP for Pisgasm dropping? Um, the Golden Shower EP, probably Q1 uh, 2024. Yeah. I eagerly anticipate the release of that. It, it's going to be it's going to be an explosion of audio goodness. Yeah, there there will be many live streams. Sometimes the streams will even split. Oh um, god. Only to rejoin again in glorious um uh, unity. Uh, Don't cross <laughs> the streams. <laughs> dear lord 
All right, gentlemen, any other parting uh, words before we call this one good? Going once. Thanks for listening in, Aaron. And it was, it's been good to, to chat and into the normal banter. It's definitely something that's been missed. Oh, there we go. We got yeah. Cyber Shack Ray chimes in and says, thanks, guys. Oh, we appreciate it. Thank you very Thank much you, for man. coming on in. Very good. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So sorry to end this abruptly, but I do have to uh, have a prior engagement I got to take care of. But uh, once again, we are back. The Hell Chat is here once again. Thank you for uh, sticking with us after all these months, years, however long you've been with us. When Jerry sees that the show's drop, he's going to probably lose his mind. Um, and he's got some meme material. You can thank Marlon Brando for that. So he's already got something in the can ready to go. Oh uh, man. Yeah. Like this is Jerry's going to have multiple nocturnal emissions. Oh, like, he, he, probably, he totally is. This, this, this is, this is going to be love you, Jerry. Love you, Aaron. Love, love you guys. Love everybody. Man, it, this is yeah. so good to do this again. I think it's almost it cathartic is. for us. So it's awesome. Oh, it is. It yeah. is well, mostly for me, but yeah. <laughs> For you, I mean, come on, we're all you guys just have to, you guys have to suffer and listen to me. That's that's dude. Thing. I'm so desensitized to the things that you've said and done over the years. It's nothing like you said, Marlon Brando rotisserie chickens, whatever. Like, <laughs> no, it still bothers me. <laughs> if I'm if I'm hungry, I'm most likely I'll still go to Safeway and get a rotisserie chicken that's been sitting in, <laughs> under the heat lamp for however many hours. It, it will not affect well, me. I doubt he fucked the lemon pepper ones. So as long as you go with those, you're probably good. <laughs> Talk about it stinging down there. Hmm. Exactly, a little tingle, any dingle. That's... Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like we I feel like we're gonna need a face palm counter for episodes. Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> And I swear to God, like you get the thousand yard stare sometimes too. I just feel like, oh, you know, like recontemplating all your life decisions up until this point. Like what got you? Just to the this light position? leaving my eyes. We're, just, we're back. How many times it make it fade? We're back at it, and we didn't even skip a beat. I mean, it's just nope. it's like this never escaped us. So there we go. All Absolutely. right, everybody, thank you so so much for coming back and tuning in and listening to us. We are on Twitch. We are on YouTube. Check us out at our new URL. It is at hellchat.wtf. Please update your bookmarks. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, and all other podcast providers. We greatly appreciate it. So, for us at Syed and Dennis the Cynic, this is Adam Sharrock. We will be back. We will let you know when we'll have another show. But we will see you next time. Take care. Peace out.